0: I really really like what you all are doing out there in Sonoma County, and um, you're you're bringing um, a presence, uh, bringing a presence of the Chicano movement into wine country. It's beautiful to see you guys mobilizing the Raza uh, up in Sonoma County. And let me ask you, um, why was it important to start a brown beret unit in be, Sonoma don't, County.
1: Don't be, don't be so my... Um, one of the largest reasons why it was really important to start a chapter out here was just to continue the legacy, you know, to to continue the struggle for our people. You know, like if not us, who?
0: Absolutely beautiful. And and you know, I, I guess that's um that's probably what you know what compels uh rasa everywhere throughout these false US borders to you know continue to rise up because if no if we don't do it who will you know so it's very important that you know rasa continue to understand their duties and responsibilities um, as rasa uh... living under uh... u.s. imperialism you know and, and you know we have a duty being here on the front lines you know we're behind enemy lines and you know we're we're in the enemies um, in the heart of the of the, of the empire so it's very important that we uh... continue to make footholds and strongholds uh... not only for us but for other oppressed peoples around the world and to create these safe zones where um other oppressed nations people can come and be welcomed in um in struggle and you know one of the things that i i see and i recognize and i notice very well even uh down in Sanho where 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 i live you know I, i understand that you know it's very difficult um you know struggling with people in the barrios you know because these are this is our audience these are this the barrios the, the are our base base areas so it's very it, you know these are very important centers for us uh to organize in and to mobilize but let me ask you what are some hurdles that you face in organizing in the barrio mm-hmm. well i got to say we got we got two big hurdles. The first hurdle is
1: the mindset, the men, the the savior mindset. We got a lot of people going into our neighborhoods, trying to trying to save us, you know, and it ends up being a little little yeah, a little battle, you know, between like nonprofits and different organizations trying to one up each other, you know. Right. And we're not about that. We're we're for the people. We we are the people, you know.
0: Absolutely. So it's
1: constant, like you're like. These little battles, you know, trying to, trying to like, do what we can and it gets it gets in the way, you know, from progressing, from moving forward for our people.
0: Right.
1: And second, I would say it's just, it's just our people are too busy surviving, you know, and we got that survival mentality where we ain't thriving no more. We, we don't think about thriving. We're too busy surviving, you know, so yeah. it's just, we got to make time to just put a hot meal on, on the table, you know, or make ends meet and...
0: It gets tiring, you know? Absolutely. And in the oppressor nation, they love to wear us out through survival mode. You know, they, they have us in survival mode for a reason, so that, you know, m- most oppressed people, even around the world, are in survival mode, uh, living hand-to-mouth, check-to-check. And the oppressor nations love this because if you're in survival mode and you have to work two or three jobs, um, chances are you don't have time to grapple with theory. You don't have time to be out in the streets uh, struggling. And, and that's what they love. They love to wear us out through, you know, through the necessity of, survive, of survival mode. And, you know, and that's why it's very important that, you know, that um, we continue to teach our people um, even within our homes, you know, and, and, you know, teach our children and raise our children youth in order that, you know, so that they're conscious and they understand uh, what they need to do and who the oppressor is. And and also, I, I'd like to piggyback on what you said about, you know, all of these groups and organizations that come into the barrios yeah, and website. compete and, and you, and, and, you know, attempt website? to, cool. you know, a, a lot of things, too. Another thing that that we have to be careful for is um, probably co-optation, you mm-hmm. know, because there's a lot of co-optation uh, within the movement and you know um and and the thing is um you know we have to guard against that and that's what I think's a beautiful thing about um the the concept of the brown Berets because it's strictly rasa for the rasa and and you know and yeah we have allies we have other allies but we have to be um careful for co-optation because throughout history even when we look at the history of the US left or the so-called left, um, you know, there was a lot of co-optation where, you know, uh, many groups and peoples and organizations have um, always um, come and preyed on the rasa, and, you know, uh, attempted to capture um, those of influence and capture those, and just like an oppressor captures people, hey, you know, um, co-opters capture our, our leaders as well, and, um, and, and, and get them to, um, you know, to stray off to, um, for their own agendas. So, that's the beauty of the um, Brown Berets is um, they, you know, have always fought um, for the Rasa and focused all their energy in the Barrios. This is what I love about uh, the Brown Berets uh, movement. But, you know you know, I know you guys are involved in a lot of things and some things you probably don't want to get too much into and you know the things are developing you got a lot on your plate but is there anything you can share with the listeners um on what projects uh are you all currently working on you know what what projects are you guys working on right now or, or is there anything you can share with us on what you you all have developing mm-hmm. well I, I would say um we think developing a uh,
1: critical consciousness is vital, vital for our people. So one of the things we're actually doing right now is uh, we created a book program, you know. Mm. And we're not just targeting the youth. The youth is essential, but also targeting their parents, mm. you know. And giving them this literature, this radical literature, this historical literature, this cultural literature, mm. you know, to, to simulate their brain and their, and their spirit, you know. Yes. And get them involved with the movement, get them involved with our, with our community, you know.
0: Mm.
1: so we're starting off by just meeting up every every first sunday of the month you know at a park and just talking about readings and we have we have hundreds of books that we give out for free you know and we're currently in the process of posting up a big nopal a six-foot nopal it's a (laughs) bookshelf you know but we got into a little liability issue with the city and we're just trying to do it like straight people based we don't want no we don't want no connection with the city with the parks we just want we're going to push it up at someone's house
0: next to the park in La mm-hmm. you know. Wow, that's beautiful. And in books, you know, that's, you know, we, we have to have, you know, we can't just have practice. We, we have to have theory as well. And, and so reading and, you know, and revolutionary theory is is very, very important uh, to any movement and, and, and to any struggle. We, we have to know be able to identify the proper course in any um, situation so that's that sounds like a beautiful thing um, and I suspect that the books that you all are um, putting out are, are cultural hi- historical and revolutionary as well so it's not like you know they, they have these uh, tiny libraries <laughs> and they put them all over but they're putting out books on you know on uh, you know Trump's biographies, and you know they got books on uh, Lee Iacocca and all these people that you know uh, prey upon our people and exploit our labor and our, exactly. and our and our blood and our resources. So I know you guys have uh, books that you know that are, are, are very very um, essential to our struggle. So that that's what makes it a, a beautiful project. It's almost a counter to the tiny uh... tiny library thing they have going on um, the white nationalists have but this is more you know um, this is beautiful and, and, and I wonder if this is going to catch on to other varios and communities where uh, the Rasa create the nopal you know that would be a beautiful uh... thing to continue um, throughout Aslan and throughout uh, and beyond you know it's beautiful Definitely. But let me ask the little Napale actually has a beret
1: on his arm. Oh wow.
0: (laughs) That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, you guys should take some pictures and and throw it out there on social media. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Yeah, I think that'll inspire other people to to and that sounds like a beautiful thing. But let me um you know when we talk about struggles and when we talk about movements and ultimately you know because we hear a lot of people talk about you know movements and, and struggle and, and, and this and that and, and from all nationalities uh, you know everybody that's oppressed and, and, and involved in struggle they always talk about that but very rarely do we hear an end result like well what is this struggle for you know and no matter what nationality we're talking to if uh, they talk about struggle, um, then, you know, very rarely do they say, well, what's the what's the, the ultimate um, goal? What's the ultimate goal and objective in, in your struggle? We rarely hear that. And so, you know, when we talk about the Chicano Nation, Aslan, uh, um, when we talk about raza, struggling, um, there has to be, you know, something that we're shooting for as well, not just you know, yeah, there's, there's, um, survival, uh, there's things to survive, um, that we struggle for on a daily, but, you know, there's also the larger goals and objectives of our people, and, um, and so with that being said, um, let me ask you a question, what would self-determination look like for Islam? Mm-hmm. I thought about this a lot, you know, and it's
1: um, it's the ability for our own people to control our own lives, you know, sovereignty, you know, as a Absolutely. people being self-sufficient. You know, uh, we became so so dependent on the empire, where we send our kids off to these institutions to get educated. Mm-hmm. We depend on these institutions to heal us. We depend on these educations to manage our money. You know, yeah basta you know, we need to be self-sufficient, where we we control our own our own people, our own destiny, our own education. You know, and that starts at home, you know, and then we perpetuate to our community, you know. And I don't mean it in no exclusionary way, I, I don't exclude anybody, you know, but you know, you gotta
0: make sure our people are safe, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, these schools, you know, I'll just add to that, you know, I, I agree um, with everything you said on that, and you know, it's important. Um, self-determination you know we're not being exclusive to anybody but every oppressed nation has the right to self-determination to liberation and we um, are no different and and you know self-determination some some believe um, you know that that means well you know um, we'll we'll be able to have mayors and we'll even be in control of a state or two states as far as um, local government and um, You know community controls good, but um, You know some believe that self-determination is just you know um, Filling the seats in the state Congress Mm -hmm. and you know having the ability to change the names of schools and have museums and uh, you know stuff like that, but self-determination is uh, to me um, is independence totally Total independence of our people, uh, the ability to form our own government, the ability to, the ability to um, have our own standing army. Um, that's independence. That's uh, that is self determination, and that's what I think um, the Chicano movement today is struggling for. You know, we don't want museums. We don't want a school in, in our leader's name. We want total independence self-determination all the way up to the top we want our own government and we want a standing army so you know and um, you know and that's something this is what i love about free aslan is um you're probably not going to hear that uh in 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 many different radio stations so this is what i love we have the freedom to say what we believe in and you know without fear of um you know getting our power turned off this is a beautiful thing to have that and you know that's that's self determination as well and and like you said you know you talked about the schools you know um you know i would say i would agree with you that you know the the, the institutions that you know we have to send our children to um, under the this uh, colonized society that we're undergoing right now. You know, the, the Schools Act is basically as brainwash camps uh, for our mm-hmm. children to teach our children that the oppressors were heroes, that the oppressors are founding fathers, that the oppressor nation um, includes all of us uh, within the internal colonies uh, in these false U.S. borders. But that's, um, you know, that's... Um, you know nothing can be farther from the truth and and we do need our own um, liberation schools and um, you know I think it's beautiful what you all are doing um, you know out there and and especially with the with the book project and um, you know I I believe that that's um, something that's gonna help in the decolonization process because decolonization is um, that you know it's preventing many of us from participating from getting involved and um from joining the struggle and helping our people move forward and um and so you know that that's a very very important thing decolonization um you know has some of our people so um brainwashed that you know um you know they will go against their own people who are fighting for their freedom and and it's horrible it's horrible that you know that this exists but it's um you know it's something that we have to continue to struggle with internally and um and that's what we have to do but um so yeah um we're gonna be taking a short break um right now and 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 here's some music and um you know i just want to say um you're listening to 96.1 96.1 FMLP, Pole People's Revolutionary Radio. This is J.V. You're listening to Free Aslan. And, um, and once more, if anybody um, would like to support Poor Magazine, go on the website, poormagazine.org, and donate. And um, keep this program and others like it going. And we'll be back in a minute. talking, Oh, okay. Boom. I know, but right The last word is You know you what know, I'm talking about?
1: Like, right now, you between the conversation. If you want to I'm to just the only This is the only I love you.
0: 6.1 fmlp po people's revolutionary radio i'm jv and you're listening to free aslan and um going back to our special guest Rai. are you there Rai? yeah i'm right here we're good okay. so going back to our, our conversation and you know we discussed a, a lot of things in our communities and you know we talked one of the things we talked about was aslan and um so let me ask you uh what does aslan mean to you aslan is
1: the homeland you know for the origin you know and uh, a lot of people ask like where is aslan you know a lot of people get nervous or anxious and <laughs> we're in aslan you know that's absolutely. the way i put it absolutely and there's, uh, a lot of people would disagree with me but um the way i put it is a lot of nations have their own language a lot of nations their own way of thinking their own power their own sovereignty mm-hmm. you know the name the way our people named this region and their language is different than the way other people named it Absolutely. you know so that's what happens over time and a lot of people still don't understand it you know
0: yes yes and and, and i agree with you um 100 percent. you know it's our homeland it's our ancestral homeland you know um one of the things that, you know, um, some people say, well, you know, hey, how are you going to say this is Aslan when there's other peoples here as well, other indigenous people? And that's true. And, you know, we're not um, erasing any other indigenous people. It's just this is the region that our people, our ancestors named. They And it's, it, they didn't just name it last year. You know, you can look at the codexes. There are, you know, hundreds of not thousands of years old and they wrote in the codexes that are being found today that um, our ancestors that inhabited the valley of mexico that they came from the land of the white heron the snowy egret mm-hmm. and the only place in the world where the white herons reside are on the land that we are standing on here in califas as well as to what they call the u s Southwest, this is the only place in the world where they have uh, these birds where our ancestors said this is where they migrated from, so we have undeniable proof, and we probably have more proof than many people have um, um, concerning um, the territories um, and you know and and we don 't take nothing away from nobody we 're not saying that um, other peoples don 't exist, not at all. We have um, full respect uh and love for other oppressed nations uh, within this area but this was the region that our peoples named it it's aslan this is the name and just like um you know some refer to this um, entire continent as turtle island well that's like somebody else saying well how can you say that when there's other nations uh from brazil to chile to canada they're not taking nothing away from nobody, but that's what their ancestors called this continent, and that is fine. Well, our ancestors had a name for this region as well, and that name was Aslan. And, um, you know, bringing it up to the contemporary struggles, um, you know, Aslan is also the national territory of the Chicano nation, This is where our people developed as a nation, and this is where um, our people have been anchored since colonization, Uh, you know, since 1846, 18, or even before when um, the oppressor nation began to, um, you know, encroach on our people's national territory. And so, you know, from that point on, since colonization, uh, and, and when we developed as a nation, Um, this has you know our people have been anchored here generations hundreds of years our people this is the area where the largest uh, um, amount of Chicano people have always been since uh, this land was colonized by America so um, this is where we we reside and and this is where we developed into a nation so this um, in fact is you know, Aslan is our national territory, um, which will be free at some point in the future. And, you know, this is what we struggle for today. This is, um, you know, when people talk about self-determination, talk about the Chicano movement. Well, the Chicano movement isn't just um, and never had been just struggling for, um, you know, the ability to vote. The Chicano Nation uh, and the Chicano movement ultimately, um, you know, is about self-determination. And, and, and today, you know, um, that continues to include uh, independence of and liberation of our national territory that we stand on. And, and, and you know, and, and and that is Aslan. And it's a beautiful thing that, um, you know, you're conscious of, of, of our national territory and that... Uh, people continue to fight and struggle and dedicate their lives to um to fighting for this uh you know for this land for our, our national territories. Beautiful. And um you know but um let me ask you um you know since we're we're talking about um Aslan, Chicano Nation, let me let me ask you um how can the Chicano Nation create community control? Mm-hmm.
1: But the the old ways, you know, the old way of thinking, you know, where our elders are the ones who, who, who I wouldn't say dictate, you know, but um, but carry that message, you know, and keep order and make sure all is good, you know, and um, in my short time of being, you know, I I I've learned that um, the elders are not the the people who are like seniors but the people with the wisdom you know who typically tend to be you know people with older age you know but we do have those those young people with old spirits you know and um acknowledging that and understanding that those are the people who who
0: like you know should, should like control you know yeah yeah um absolutely we have to love our our, our elders and you know, as indigenous people, we do, we, we, you know, unlike, you know, the oppressor nation, you know, within their culture, they will send their elders off to uh, homes, you know, (laughs) you know, send them off to the uh, convalescent, I mean, you know, in in our culture, indigenous culture, you know, the elders have always um, lived with, with, with the family to the end, you know, you know, and I know my grandmother lived with us, uh, until the day she died you know um, my great-grandmother I mean everybody that's how we do it that's how indigenous people do it so we have much respect for our elders and I, I would also add that you know one of the things you know community control is you know we I would say you know commu- uh, controlling our varios, um, you know to the point where our people don't have to go to the police you know, don't have to um, call the police. Don't have to deal with the police if there's an issue. Come to the community, and you know, the people deal with uh, things internally, um, and and that would be a, a form of community control as well. You know, um, you know, s- some people want to create these, um, you know, um, these little um, um, circles with the city government and you know and and call it community control but that's not community control if you're dealing with the oppressor nation you know it's it's just you know we have to uh, you know be able to um, control our own uh, social political and economic um, uh, business within our own community and and you know and in in order to do that you know we, we we have to educate our people we have to you know, it, it, it always comes back to education and raising the consciousness of our people, you know, who who have been devastated um, after centuries, you know, years, decades, centuries of um, colonization. And, and so we have a lot of work to continue to decolonize um, so that we reach a point where our communities want community control, support community control, and, you know... Um, and 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 do it um you know in the in the best interest of our people and and you know, but you know, going back to you know your area and you know santa Rosa, I remember um being up in the concentration camp in the torture center up there in Palatine Bay, and I remember hearing and reading about and seeing on the news about uh the young 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 man uh, Andy Lopez and, uh, just heartless murder that occurred when he was, um, shot to death by, uh, the Santa Rosa pig, you know, it was disgusting, I just couldn't believe that, you know, you know, a a young, young man barely, barely turning into a, a man was, um, you know, his life was taken um by this oppressor you know it, it was a horrible thing i remember sitting there in that concentration ca- sitting in that torture cell and just thinking oh i just could not believe that this oppressor did that and was walking the streets i, I just could not believe it it disgusted me so you know and i know time has passed since then um, you know, and in some things have developed within that struggle to give um, Andy Lopez some justice. But you being in that area, can you update the listeners on what's happening um, in the Andy Lopez case in the struggle?
1: Definitely. So as of last month, uh, December 18, 2018, the uh, sheriff's office and the county of Sonoma reached a settlement of $3 million with the Andy Lopez family. Mm. So they finally closed the books and came to a settlement. Mm. And it's outrageous. It's, um, this ain't the end for us, you know. And uh, yeah. I talked to a lot of youth who were outraged, you know. Yeah. And for um, yes. us, it's just, we're not going to stop to the these protectors of privilege, these pigs, you know, they're no longer in our community. You know, we, we don't just want Eric Yet House out of here, but we want the whole system.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know? Because but, uh, yeah. as of now, December 18, 2018, they
0: reached a settlement of $3 million. Mm. And um, in, in, in I heard there's a park. Is there a park named after Andy Lopez now in Santa Rosa? Yeah. So last year on his birthday, they opened up. Andy Lopez Memorial Park,
1: a park wow. dedicated to Andy Lopez. It's exactly on the spot where the, they murdered
0: him. So. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's, it's a bittersweet thing. It's it's a horrible thing to have happened. And then, you know, um, but to have a park named after him. And I know the people struggled to, to get that done. I know the city. I know the state uh i know the pigs did not just come and offer that and i knew i know that you know it took a lot of people in the community to struggle and push for the city to name um you know that park but you know and that park could now be a center of, of struggle you know and it could be a, a center of mobilization and every time there's a struggle or event let's go to andy lopez's park and you know so in in a small way he's still part of of the struggle uh, you know he, he was born into the struggle and you know he continues to 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 exist in it but um you know let me um let me ask you um what would you like to say to today if you could say anything you know and there's listeners you know um mostly Rasan uh, listeners um not only here in Khalifa Aslan, but throughout um, and even beyond Aslan, you know, people are tuning in and listening. And, you know, many of these people, some of them, um, you know, are seasoned within the struggle, and some of them are new to the struggle. Some of them are learning. Some of them are b- barely taking interest in what we are doing to struggle for our people. So let me, let me just ask you, what would you like to say to today's Chicano movement? La lucha sigue, you know. We this is, this is exactly
1: what it is. The movement is forever going, you know. When we're here and where we're gone, it's still going to continue, you know. So we all have a place and mm-hmm. we should acknowledge that and
0: respect that and keep at it, you know, to the day we, we transition. Absolutely. Until we leave this uh, this place. And, you know, I really enjoyed um, speaking with you, Rai. I think that um you know cuz i i pay attention just like i'm sure you do to the different struggles um within the chicano movement not only here in Khalifa Aslan, but beyond uh and and i know that you know um you you have an eye on what's going on it's our duty and responsibility to um keep a pulse keep a finger on the pulse of the people in order to see the developments and uh ebbs and flows so you know i i think that what you all are doing there in sonoma i'm very proud um um that you all are doing that um you know i was proud to have met you all uh at the event a couple of months back and you know i I think that um you guys are doing a very important job and i also believe that you have a good um you guys have a good uh you know you know understanding of the um the um social reality that we are facing a good theoretical standing and um you know you guys um are doing some very good work out there in Sonoma and and I'm glad and I'm very proud to stand beside you all uh in this struggle uh against the oppressor nation so let me just say um if anybody wants to get involved with the Sonoma County Brown Berets, um, how can they contact you?
1: They can contact us through Facebook, Sonoma County Brown Berets, or Instagram, Autonomous Brown Berets. Our email is autonomousbronberets at gmail.com. Or just hit me up. You know, my number is everywhere. It's, everyone has my number, so feel free, you know?
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Rai, and I want to say Chicano Power, and I want to say Free Aslan, and thank you for being on today's show.
1: Thank
0: you. And this is 96.1 FMLP, Pole People's Revolutionary Radio, I'm J.V., and you're listening to Free Aslan.